Welcome to episode five of Behind the Membership. In this episode, I'm talking with Julie Christie from Togs in Business. And whilst Julie's membership is less than a year old, one of the things that she shares in this interview is actually how over the last few months, she's been able to really narrow down who her ideal member is. And one of the things that she's actually done in order to ensure she gets that ideal member is put some extra barriers to entry in place to ensure that she only gets action takers into her membership. I love the ideas Julie has here and I love her vision for her membership site. There's a lot of great stuff here, so let's get started. Welcome to Behind the Membership with Callie Willows. Real people, real stories, real memberships. Today I'm joined by Julie Christie from Tea Break Tog and Togs in Business. Thanks so much for joining me on the show today, Julie. Thanks for asking me. It's good to be here. It's awesome to have you here. It's great to have some more of the UK contingent representing. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, So your membership site is Togs in Business. Can you tell us uh, to start off with just a little bit about the membership, what it offers, who it's for? Sure. So it's the Togs in Business membership. It's for professional photographers, whether they're portrait photographers, whether they're um, wedding photographers, headshot photographers. And it's really focused on helping them to become better business people rather than better photographers, because there's lots and lots of content out there to help them with that. This is really about the business, about the marketing and to help them succeed in an saturated industry (laughs) so it's for professional photographers who are ready to take action awesome yeah I love that you're focusing on that business side of it because as you said the actual photography side there's so much out there but it's very different being a photographer and running a successful business so that's that's it I think a lot of um a lot of people now, and I was the same, we, you start a photography business almost overnight because it's quite accessible now. Yeah. And you think, I'm a decent photographer, therefore I can have a business. But there's so many amazing, awesome photographers who can't make any money from their photography. So I think it's really important that you understand that it's 80% business and marketing and it's 20% photography. So I'm always saying to photographers, if you're not interested in the business and the marketing, then keep a hobby. Just keep it as a hobby because you will very quickly hate photography, you know, if you don't do that. Yes, yeah, fastest way to fall out of love with. <laughs> Definitely. So were you actually, was your background in business before you did photography or did the business side of things come from running your own photography business? Yeah, I was the worst business person possibly in the world. I was a teacher before I was a photographer and I fell into photography because I was desperate. Basically, we moved home, we moved across the country and I didn't have a job and I we needed to have, we couldn't lose my income at that point at all. So I thought, what can I do until I get another job in this new location? So I picked up my camera and started a photography business. Um, so the, the business side of things came very, it was a very steep learning curve for me. But when I started to realize that I had to sink my teeth into business and marketing education, I became completely obsessed with it. And very quickly, that obsession took over my photography obsession. I became so 
engrossed in how to market my business well, how to reach more of the right people. And the more I learned and the more I implemented, the more obsessed I became. So um, it's, it's the right thing for me, I think, to be teaching that instead of photography. Yeah. And that's interesting because exactly the same thing happened to me when I was doing, when I first started doing membership sites, it was my own membership site for my health business, but I quickly found I liked the business side of the membership site more than the the health side. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting how you kind of fall into the things that suit you the best, I think. And it's good to love it because like it is 80% of what you do. So I would hate to hate it. (laughs) That would be quite a miserable existence, I think. Definitely. So what gave you the idea to kind of take those skills and turn them into the membership for other photographers? Well, I initially was, so going back maybe two to three years ago, I had the idea to sell courses. So I thought I would sell courses to beginner photographers, intermediate photographers. I didn't feel confident enough to sell photography courses to anyone above that level because I just didn't feel I was good enough. Um, So I was focusing on this beginner photography market and I was creating like lighting courses for them and it was all about photography. So I was in this continuous launch mode. I was still running my photography business and I was trying to launch these photography courses. They were quite low price point as well. So they were like $50, $67, that kind of price. And it actually did go quite well. I sold a lot of them, but what I was finding was I was exhausted with the thought of creating another course and launching it all over again. And I kept thinking, you know, after the initial buzz and the initial high wore off, I thought, I can't do this forever. You know, I can't just keep creating this content and launching it. I feel like a salesperson all the time. And it was kind of killing my soul, actually. And I kept thinking, this is not, I'm not charging enough for this to work. I was having to reach far too many people to make it work. And then even then it was a one-time purchase. So I was only getting like $67 from this person. And the more I started to understand the online business in industry, I realized that I, I was getting it all wrong. I had started it all wrong. Um, so that kind of, I, I was part of, I am part of a mastermind group with some really great business people. And I was at one of my monthly mastermind meetings and it was, one of them who said to me, Julie, why on earth are you faffing around selling photography courses? You have a great business. You know all about that. Why do you not have a membership? And it was just like, someone had mentioned it to me before and I'd said, oh, I don't think I could cope with that commitment. And it was only that this time when my friend said this to me that I, I just thought, actually, I could have a a membership. I could do this. And by the end of that meeting, they'd all convinced me to start my membership. And that was in um, September and I launched in November. Oh, wow. So it was a really quick turnaround time there then. It was. Well, thanks to the membership academy, the member site academy, because I literally just came home that night 
And I immediately joined Member Site Academy because I knew I wanted to do this quickly. So I knew I couldn't do it. I didn't want to make all those mistakes, you know, and I just wanted to learn from people who'd done it before and who'd made all the mistakes <laughs> so that I could just fast track it a little bit. So that's the only reason I was able to launch so quickly. Awesome. And so with the the membership then, so you're about seven, eight months through? Yeah, six months in. Yeah. So how's, you know, has anything surprised you about being a membership site owner so far? <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> the... I think the biggest surprise is just quite how much time it is taking from me. Um, I did actually, I I did worry about the commitment and it is a big commitment, but I, it's not just that, it's also taken over my headspace as well. So even when I'm not working on it, I am obsessing <laughs> over it and thinking about it, dreaming about it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> So I think that's been the, the biggest surprise so far. And with the um, the time there, have you got a community as part of the membership as well, or is it mainly the courses? Yes, we have a we have a community. So we started with a forum. We use IP Board like yourselves. Um, what we've what we very quickly realised was that our photographers, our members, are they're living on Facebook. So photographers, it's a very much a, Facebook is photographer's dream. You know, that's yeah. where we find our clients, especially portrait photographers. Um, so they are living there on Facebook. And when we started, we decided to play around with a Facebook group and we opened that just for chat only. So that was supposed to be where people, where our members could hang out. Because what we found was they were going into the forum to ask a question, but they weren't hanging out there. They weren't getting to know each other there. They were just not doing that. And only a very select few were using it properly. So we thought we need a way for our members to get to know each other and bond. So we started the Facebook group. That initially was meant to be just to chill out, hang out share wins, get to know each other. But actually, we still have the forum. It's a ghost town. They're doing everything in the Facebook group. So to start with, we were trying to police it and say, look, if you don't mind, can you put that request for feedback into the forum? And sometimes they were doing it, sometimes they weren't. So now we're just quite relaxed about it. And I think the Facebook group has taken over. Yeah. And I think, you know, Mike's obviously very vocal about his yeah. hatred of, of Facebook groups for faith memberships, whereas I'm a bit more, you know, for a lot of communities, especially like yours, where people are on Facebook, yeah. then actually if that's where people are going to get that sense of community, then it makes sense to use that as long as, you know, the limitations of a Facebook group aren't going to affect the community, which it doesn't sound like they are in, in your case. Not at the moment. I mean, still, if someone asks for feedback, we're still only giving that in the forum. So, and if they're asking for something, if they're asking for a particular piece of advice that we would like to archive for others in the future, then we ask them to put it in the forum. Um, I've been known sometimes to even just copy the question and put it into the forum and answer it there and then link back. So really, I've kind of relaxed about it as long as I'm archiving the stuff that I think is really important that I don't want to repeat over and over and over, then that is kind of working for us at the moment. Yeah, that sounds like a good system if you've got that archive there as well of all the the really good stuff. Yeah. 
Um, so aside from the time then, what's been your biggest challenge, do you think? Oh, so <laughs> my biggest challenge has been identifying my ideal member. Um, so I know it's still quite early days, but I can I did torture myself over this. So we st- when we first started, um, we were targeting any photography business owner. And what we found was we got lots of business owners who had been in business for a few years. And then we got lots of photography business owners who had just begun or who were just thinking about starting. And I quickly realized we were, we were getting a lot of the wrong people because our membership is very much based on you taking action. You have to take the action. You have to do the courses. You have to do the, the learning or you're not going to achieve anything. You're not going to get any results. And we were getting a lot of people who were jumping in and they didn't have any time to do any of the learning. And this was really frustrating for me. So they were asking questions in the forum sometimes or the the Facebook group. And I would say to them, do you know, we have a a course on this. And they would say, oh, if only I had the time. And I was just like, what? (laughs) And I honestly couldn't wait to get rid of them. I thought, and not because they weren't nice people, they were lovely people and they they were great fun to have around in the Facebook group. I don't get any satisfaction from someone who joins the group and doesn't have any time to do any of the learning because I know they're not going to see any results from the membership and I need people to have results. So that was, that was my biggest challenge. We actually, um, we closed down the membership to new members for a couple of months at least to really evaluate who was in there, who was logging in, who was actually doing stuff and really it it was the it wasn't it doesn't mean that it was the people who had had their business for years it was the people who had some time and who had reached a point where they needed this to work and they wanted it so much so we then changed all of our messaging we redid our landing page to really target people who were ready. We were very honest about the fact that it it was not right for everyone. We have a section on our sales page which says that you are the right fit if you are this person because we want to weed out those people who are not ready because they're not they're not good for us. And they were just they were joining, they were maybe logging in once and then they would leave two months later having consumed no content. And that was I can't tell you how (laughs) how frustrating that was for me. Um, I tortured myself. So that has been the big challenge is really identifying our ideal member and getting the messaging right so that she, because she she is kind of a she, so that she um, believes that we are the perfect fit for her because we are. So that's still ongoing. I mean, I know for a fact I'll have to just keep evolving that sales page and that messaging so that these people can identify us as the right people for them. 
Yeah, I love the fact that you've actually taken the time to do that, though, because, you know, a lot of people would just go, well, if they're joining anyway, it's up to them whether they use it or not and things. But the fact that, you know, you you really want people that are going to actually use the content and not just, you know, sign up and yeah. think it's all going to magically happen. Yeah, it that- it was a it was hard because obviously financially you want as many members as possible and that is hard because right now you know we we only have 100 and i think we're at 130 member active members at the moment and it's not enough it's not enough to have this as my full-time gig with a staff member but I had to then just play that long game. I just, I couldn't cope with the the low quality of members. So, and I think especially in the community as well, because you can tell if lots of people are jumping into the community and asking questions without doing any of the work, or they're saying, oh, you know, they're maybe having a moan all the time about how difficult it is to find the time. It's demoralizing for everyone else. You want people who are, like-minded and her action takers so that everyone's got everyone else's back and you're moving forward together so it's definitely now a quality over quantity journey which I'm not going to pretend is is easy but I think once once you get the results from that quality and you have those members talking about it and things like that then the quantity comes along on its own anyway yeah, that tipping point. I'm waiting <laughs> for that tipping point, Callie. I believe it's going to come. I do, I do. And I know it's early days. It's just, you know, sometimes you have those days where you think, I, I really need more members, so maybe I should do this frantic marketing campaign. But then I remember that, I, I do remember the the vision and I have the vision <laughs> on display. So I'm constantly reminding myself of that so that during those low days where you're, you know, the motivation is low, you just, you refer to it and then fire yourself up again. Yeah. Keep on course. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So is the membership site, you mentioned that you closed it for a while. Is it open all the time now or are you opening and closing? It's open all the time, but it is by application only now. Okay. But it is open all the time. So what's the application process? Is that so you can make sure that they're a fit or? Yes. So this is this was all part of finding our ideal member. And what, I, what I've decided, and I, again, it's, I'm trying it. So it might be that I change it again. But I decided that I would prefer to have members who are not put off by a small obstacle. You know, so... I have got this hugely long sales page and that's deliberate because I want people who are willing to go and read through that whole thing and really, you know, watch the videos. And I think if they've taken the time to read that, then they're really interested and they're ready. And then if they are, if they then take the time to fill out the application form, then that's another sign that they are really ready to take action. I think those who are maybe put off by that or, who put it aside for another time, they're probably not the right member for us. So it's actually putting an obstacle in the way, but it's on purpose. But also when they fill that in, there's questions in there that help me understand if they're going to be a good fit. So for example, someone got in touch just yesterday and I I said no to them in a very nice way, but they had very little time to dedicate. One of the questions is how much time do you have to dedicate 
to your business. And they had next to none. Um, but also they were interested in a type of photography business that is not really my area of expertise. So we, we, will, we will say no to people. I think that that kind of integrity works really well for you as well, though, and especially, you know, people that you turn away because maybe they haven't got enough time and things, they'll remember that and come back when actually they are in a position to to put yeah, that time in. Absolutely, because that's what we, we will always say is, you know, if ever your circumstances do change and you have more time or you feel more ready, then we're here for you and you know at least they're on my email list (laughs) yeah so if if that's kind of been a little bit about the challenges I've had um what's been your favorite part or your highlight of the membership so far oh without a doubt the forming relationships with our members that I don't think I could do this without a community this the community is everything to me that's my favorite part is watching the members themselves form relationships and bonds, um, becoming actual friends, you know, not face-to-face friends, but real virtual online friends who can't wait to meet up with each other. Um, Seeing their wins inside the community, um, really being able to help them with their challenges and their their problems I I don't think I could have a membership site that was just content only with no with no community that is my standout favorite part yeah I I love the community aspect as well and I think with what you were saying before about those days when you're you've kind of got that little doubt or that that kind of oh it needs to be growing quicker I think the community is one of the best ways to kind of pull yourself out of that and to see oh but all these people are connecting because of this and getting results and and things like that it's 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 a great thing the community for both you and your members I think definitely it's it's wonderful actually it's a real pick me up sometimes it's a bit overwhelming you maybe log in and you think oh my god I'm going to be here for two hours and <laughs> um, but it's you feel great afterwards you feel really on top of the world I, I love that awesome so let's shift gears a bit now and talk about what you're doing to actually grow the membership so you mentioned the application process and that you've kind of niched down who you're looking for but what's one thing that's working really well for you in terms of getting people actually to the the membership in the first place? So we're pretty much solely focused on content marketing to um, raise awareness of the membership. Um, But out of all the content, I, you know, I would be, I really need to work on this a little bit better. I need to understand what's bringing in the most members in terms of YouTube and um, the blog, etc. But what I do know for a fact is that the most members have come in via webinars. So since the initial launch, that is. So the initial launch was via email. Um, but since then, the most members have come in via my, my webinars. Um, I was doing webinars before I had a membership site, so I kind of cut my teeth already on photography webinars. So I've shifted to photography business webinars using Easy Webinar. And I I've just I love webinars. I think that's just such an amazing way to give your potential members a taste of what your education is like. A YouTube video is five minutes. 
you know, a Facebook group is it's little interactions here and there and a webinar is like an hour with you where you can give them something really valuable to take away and if they love it and they get something from that then why would they not try why would they not look into your membership so our webinars have been our biggest winners so far I don't think I'll ever stop doing webinars awesome so are these live webinars that you're doing so I do them live and then I shove them into an automated process so I do I always do them live to first to get an idea of the questions that come in and just to get that live response to them so that I can then make some tweaks and then they go they're automated after that using easy webinar oh cool so are you running them on a monthly kind of basis or have you just using the automated ones on a general ongoing basis we had we're on our second webinar so our first one what lasted a couple of months until it started to fatigue a little bit and so we're we've just launched our second one so it just um it just runs in the background basically on its own after the initial live one it just runs on its own um but i i think what i think what i'd like to do is have four webinars that just rotate so you know maybe i'll do three months of one and then move to the next one and the next one and then it, it just starts again because you're always going to reach a new audience with it aren't you yeah i think uh, you know you have the people that say if you're putting the same content out then it kind of loses effect but actually if you're doing it with breaks into it you'll meet you'll get people yeah. the next time round that never saw it the first time and things definitely so I like that because a lot of people say that webinars aren't really effective anymore but I think it completely depends on on your audience yeah I, I think there people are definitely becoming a bit what's that word jaded with webinars I think especially in the states where they've been subjected to the the whole webinar thing for yeah. a lot longer <laughs> than us and but, the high pitch webinars as well yeah and I my because of my new focus my new ideal member this webinars going forward have very little sales in them because I'm not I'm not trying to snag everyone and anyone I really want that right person so there's no offer there's no um time limit or countdown it's just value and then at the end by the way we have a membership it's by application only if you've watched until the end of this webinar then you're probably a really good fit for this membership so you know we invite people to apply but there's not this big sales pitch which I used to do with my yeah. old webinars Cool. I like that. And so once somebody's in the membership, then what do you do to keep them coming back for more? I noticed kind of one thing on your website was that you you kind of do a, an initial success month with people, which I love the idea of. That's that's quite unique, I think, in the market. Yeah, this was another this was another issue that I was getting frustrated with was there was one, there were two courses in the membership that I felt were vital for everyone to do. But what was happening was members were joining and just picking the course that they wanted to do. So they would maybe jump right into the marketing course or they would jump right into the website course. 
But there were these two courses which were all about setting you up for success, you know, thinking about your vision and recording it, um, really nailing down your ideal client, all that kind of stuff, which I think you can't, you can't not do that stuff and jump into a website course. You need to know where you're going and you need to have this really solid business foundation. So what we did was we refined the messaging and said that if you want to join, you have to commit to success month, which is 12 lessons over your first month as a member. And we tell them how long it's going to take. You know, it's probably going to take about 18 hours of your time in one month. And if you can't commit to 18 hours in one month, this membership is not for you. So please don't join. Um, so when they join, it's I ha- what I have to figure out is how I can really encourage them to actually complete it. Um, I asked Mike that inside the forum, actually, and he gave me some really good ideas um, about a landing page that new members can be taken to for a certain amount of time yeah so I'm going to set that up but right now it's really via email I'm emailing them saying so how are you getting on with success month um so yeah success month is is vital and that I had to introduce that or I was going to just get more and more frustrated because people were asking questions and I kept saying well you kind of really need to go back and do that course so now it's almost compulsory. I can't actually sit with them and make them do it, but I'm going to try my best. <laughs> yeah, and I think if you're putting everything in their path to start them on the right track, if they still ignore that and want to go off and do the shiny instead, then yeah. you know, there's only so much you can do, but yeah, um, that's I love that you're kind of putting that in place as a, you know, this is this is what's going to put you on the the right track if you do this first you know, that's going to increase your success. and Yeah. And I, I, if they do that, if they actually do spend their first month doing that, then they're going to have lots of success with the other courses and they're going to be very likely to stick around because they will have had so many light bulb moments during that first month. So it's a retention thing too. Yeah. And are you finding that it is helping with retention It's quite early days with <laughs> success month. So I couldn't say yet quite I hope so I'll let you know (laughs) (laughs) it sounds like because I think with all the pre-framing that you do beforehand and you tell them how much time it's going to take and things so it's not like joining the site and then surprise we want you to do all of this you're kind of you're you're framing it very well I think yeah Um, so yeah so I think if they don't do it if they don't do success month in that first month they're probably not going to stay around if they're not if if they don't have 18 hours to commit in one month to the success of their business they're probably not the right fit for the membership because that's what it takes you know yeah (laughs) it takes so let's talk about life as a membership site owner now what does a typical day look like for you now you've got the membership um so a typical day is sitting in front of my computer (laughs) creating I I've never created so much content in my life it's content 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 all the time and I I I'm willing to spend all this time creating content at the moment because I know that it's going to ease off in the future. Right now, I'm trying to get as many great courses in there as possible so that I have something to refer members to for almost every question they have. That's my that's my aim. 
And I'm a, I'm a long way away from that. But also I want to get to a point where I can collaborate with others and they can help me to create the content, which I'm not at that stage yet. Um, so it's in the mornings, I wake up, I wake up really early and I do as much content creation as I possibly can in the morning because my willpower for content in the afternoon is zero. I just, I can't sit down and write stuff in the afternoon. So in the morning, I'll, I'll spend like a week doing course content. The next week I'll do free content. I'll do all my YouTube um, video scripts, podcast, um, maybe work on a webinar. And then the the next week might be like live event preparation and quick win tutorials. And then the week after that might be, um, you know, lead magnet webinar content all that kind of stuff and then in the afternoons it's basically recording jumping into the community um, Facebook lives doing some education myself some learning and education myself Um, but I'm spending a lot of time in the community I'm jumping in there two or three times a day to engage awesome and do you have a team helping you or is it just you I have my amazing, she used to be my studio manager in my photography business, Fiona. Um, she's now, you you could call her the um, community manager, I suppose. Um, she does everything that would get in the way of me creating content. So all the, st- you know, all the stuff. <laughs> putting it all on the website she does all of that so I create it and she then takes care of getting it online which you know what it's like it can take ages yeah (laughs) and by the time you've got um if you've got YouTube stuff to go up onto YouTube and onto the blog and Facebook lives to be repurposed and put on YouTube and onto the blog and um all the stuff from the membership the actual paid content has to go into the membership along with text and your SEO and your graphics. I I can't believe how long all that stuff takes. So Fiona does all of that stuff. But she also looks after our members. So she doesn't so much give them um, photography business advice. I, I kind of do all that stuff. But she takes care of everything else. So, you know, if, if people need just to someone to listen to them or any members having any technical problems or anything like that so she takes care of the email and and things like that too awesome definitely sounds like a good person to have on board she's amazing yeah I I meant to ask actually do you do any um live calls or anything as part of the membership yeah so we do two a month um one like quite like yourself in fact just like yourself I basically stole all your ideas (laughs) (laughs) we do um a live mastermind call so we'll take maybe three or four questions um around one subject so we we kind of narrowed it down we used to do just open Q&A but we found if we give it a subject, it, we were getting better questions. So we do, we narrow it down to a subject each month. We take maybe three or four questions and we dive deep into those questions. Um, sometimes we maybe just focus on two and we do a hot seat situation with one of the members. Um, I, I love those calls. Um, and then we do a live training event as well. But so far, they've mainly been with an expert outside of the membership so someone who maybe has a link to the industry who has some 
some kind of um there's a benefit of them reaching an, a new audience um they've been great too awesome so okay the talks and business is still quite young so this might not be too difficult or might be quite difficult depending on how you look at it but if you were going back to the the beginning when you first launched in November if you could start again what's one thing you would do differently I I nothing (laughs) nothing that's actually really nice to hear (laughs) I wouldn't do anything differently I've made loads of mistakes but I I simply would not be here knowing my ideal client so well um knowing where I want to go if I hadn't made those mistakes. So yeah, I've, I've reached a point with my business um, where I no longer worry about making mistakes and I want to make them because I just leap forward every single time. Whereas if you'd asked me two years ago, I used to hate myself for every mistake I made, but now I'm, I'm just willing to make them because it just gets you so much further. So I, I really wouldn't change anything at all. I love that. And, and I agree with you. I think often you learn the most from your mistakes and it kind of maybe shows you what you should be doing instead, more so yeah. than just doing everything right initially. <laughs> uh, so what does the future hold then? What's, what's next for you and the membership? What, what would you like the next 12 months to kind of look like? I would love to have 600 members. Um, that would be amazing. But I, the future, the big vision is to have the right members. It's definitely my, my absolute focus right now is the, the quality of the members, collecting as many of their stories as possible, um, the ones who are active and doing the work, and really just reaching that tipping point where we are unmissable. <laughs> in the industry but keeping that integrity so I, I just want to keep that vision of the right members doing the right work taking the right action um, I don't want to take money from anyone who is not going to get anything from this membership so keeping that integrity focusing on quality not quantity but even then I still have to have a, a number you know that I strive yeah. that I'm striving towards um, I was speaking to someone my my friend Chris, who you also know, Chris Marr yeah. from the Content Marketing Academy, and I'm a member of his membership. And he was saying to me, which really resonated, he was saying, don't focus on the number of members, focus on revenue instead. If you have to focus on a figure, focus on revenue instead. And that was actually a bit of a light bulb moment for me because, and he's right about this, is, is the right members will actually buy more from you. So it doesn't have to be quantity of members. It can be what they're buying from you. So there's, you know, like you guys have your extra level of membership, don't you? And yeah. So that that's something I, I need to think about as well, maybe putting a number on the amount of money rather than the number of members. Yeah. Yeah. And is the goal to eventually have this kind of be, I think you mentioned before, it's not full time at the minute, but is the goal for the membership to essentially be the full time business? Well, well, it is. It is full time. We have gone all in. We have gone all in on it. Um, But it's just not when I say I think what I was what I meant was it's not making us enough money for it to be really, really viable. Yeah. So what we are full, we are full time. I've still got um, photography courses that I sell. Yeah. which is great, (laughs) 
but I don't really do anything with them. It's all happening in the background. So yes, this is the full-time thing. This is the full-time gig. So I think when you do go all in like that, it, the passion becomes a little bit fierier and yeah. <laughs> the need, you know, I'm kind of motivated by pressure. Um, I know sometimes that can cripple other people, but for me, pressure is what I need to take action. So I needed to put that pressure on myself. So we, we've gone all in. Yeah, I think going all in kind of gives you more time to play with as well, I think, in terms of experimenting and trying different things. And, you know, as you said, being able to do that work on niching down who your perfect member is and things. Yeah, I, I, don't, I could not have done all of that while still running my other two businesses. <laughs> so, no, we've just, this is, and this is the, the thing that makes me most excited as I've never had, I've never done anything in my life that I've woken up every day thinking, I can't wait to try this and I can't wait to do this and I can't wait to make contact with the people I work with because I think of my members as the people I work with. So I've never been so excited about my work. So it's just awesome. <laughs> to go all in on something you love, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, I think, I think, yeah, that's awesome that it's something you love so much as well. Um, definitely. So I think just before we go, if anyone's listening and they're like, I'm a photographer, I would love to see more about this or even they just want to check out your membership, where can people connect with you? They can connect with me via the website, which is just togsinbusiness.com. So that's a free website with lots of free content there but um, the main place they can connect with me is on Facebook so we have a free Facebook community called Togs in Business Mastermind and that would be the best place to find me if they're a professional photographer they're looking to connect with other like-minded professionals and they could get a real flavor for everything before they even think about membership. Awesome. I'll put the link to the Facebook group in the show notes for this as well. If Thanks, Carly. Make it easy. Um, so that's awesome. It's been great talking with you and, and hearing a bit more about the membership. I love that, you know, you've got so much integrity behind it there and you're so, so much about the quality and, and, you know, wanting those people that are going to take action. I think that's really great. And it's really nice to see because that's something that so many people don't really think about or or put things in place for so that that's been interesting and I'm you know I'm really looking forward to seeing your progress right things ahead <laughs> for you I think but me yeah. too but really all thanks to and I'm not just saying this it, it's very much down to my membership with Membersite Academy and I think if you've got a membership and you want people to join your membership then you have to be members of other memberships <laughs> You, if you're not willing to be a consumer of membership sites and what better one to join than one that's focused on memberships so it's just been amazing for me so I I have to thank you guys as well oh well, that's lovely to hear it's it's a bit like you we love seeing our members results and and getting to know you all and your site so lovely to see you kind of flourish thanks so much for your time again and it's been really great having you on your show we'll have to get you back uh, in a year or so and see how everything's gone for you yeah I'll tell you all about my 600 <laughs> members definitely <laughs> definitely thanks Callie thanks for <laughs> thanks having so me so much thanks for listening to today's episode of behind the membership 
And big thank you to Julie Christie for joining me on today's show. It was great to talk to Julie and hear about how her membership is going in its first year. You can find more about Julie over at togsinbusiness.com or you can head on over to themembershipguys.com slash btm5 in order to view the show notes and any links mentioned in this episode. I'd also love it if you headed on over to our free Facebook group at talkmemberships.com to let me know what you thought of this episode. Thanks for listening and I will see you next time. If you've enjoyed today's episode of Behind the Membership, we invite you to check out the membersiteacademy.com. The Member Site Academy is the essential resource for anyone at any stage of starting, growing and running a membership website. So whether you're still figuring out what your idea is going to be or whether your website is already up and running and you're just looking for ways to grow it and attract new members, then the Member Site Academy can help you to get to the next level. With our extensive course library, monthly training, exclusive member-only discounts, perks and tools and a supportive, active community to help you along the way with feedback encouragement and advice the member site academy is the perfect place to be for anyone looking to start manage and grow a successful membership website so check it out at membersiteacademy.com